You're listening to SM Media, the number one place for exclusive content. Hi everyone and welcome to the latest episode of the SM Media Euro 2020 show. I'm Scott McPite, delighted to be your host as always. Joined star-studded tonight, just one away for the, the full pack, but Shankers is here as always. Shankers, how are we? I am good, Scott. Uh, especially the eight o'clock kickoffs tonight. There was plenty, plenty gold and stuff. So exciting! It's been goals galore all day. We're joined as well by Rory Lloyd. Rory, welcome to the show. Or Rory Lloyd, should we call you? <laughs> yes, indeed. I get Lloyd all the time, so don't worry about it. I may as well change my name. Um, I look forward to the show. It's been a great night of football. Loads and loads of goals, as Shanker says. Some. Controversial decisions as well, which are always yeah, uh, a good talking point. Yeah, definitely. We'll get into all that. We will, obviously, we, me and Shankers done the, sh- the live show last night on Facebook. We didn't do it on YouTube, which I probably should have put on YouTube. But we'll start with the games yesterday. Obviously, Shankers has had his thoughts, but we'll get some further updates later for Shankers. Rory, what was your thoughts last night as Scotland went out of the European Championships after the 3-1 defeat to Croatia at Hamden? Oh, just... I think the same as the rest of the nation, just disappointed. Um, I think people lose sight of the group we were in as well. It was a competitive group, tough group. Czech Republic are a good team, a right good team, and so are Croatia. And obviously, as much as it pains a lot of us to say it, England are a great side. So um, I think it was the same with Czech Republic. We went into that going, well, if we can win that one. And it was all about winning that. And we lost sight of who we were actually playing. I think it was the same last night. We just need to win. We just need to win. Forget you, you're still meant to beat Croatia. Um, you know, three years ago in the World Cup final, um, Modric was, was outstanding, um, as was the um, Kovacic, the, the, the lad next to him. Perisic was gave Stephen O'Donnell a, and that's no slight against him. O'Donnell, I watched Perisic do it exactly the same thing to the Czech Republic fullback. Uh, he was outstanding as well. They, you know, great side, Lovren at the back as well. So, look. It's disappointing. That was, I think, when Callum McGregor scored, I, you know, I had that little bit inside me going, "This is, it's going to happen. It's going to happen." Mm. But Croatia seemed to step it up again. And fair play to them. The look is, is you know, the did a Scotland fan as you could find. The best team went through. Mm-hmm. Have you ever scored a goal as good as Modric's? Um, I scored an absolute belter at Tynecastle once. Um, right off Shankers is looking at me like why did you ask him that <laughs> um, <laughs> turned um, Jordan McGee an absolute belt on smacked in the top bin for about 25 yards I think also a good one to score at I reckon every day even you hear a lot of those interviews and they say about the best stadium to play against a lot of them so I think uh, can tell you about Muller goes there as well if you want no I've not got enough no, you're right, right, no worries <laughs> Shankers, you've been 24 hours to think after last night. Has your opinion changed in any way? No, really. Uh, I think when it when we, you come on and talk so fresh, there's a, everything's in your mind. But when you sit and reflect, your Rory's hit the nail on the head. Everybody's saying three points, that's all we need. But we they really, realistically we need to remember who we're coming up against. And I know it was three years ago, but they were in the World Cup final. Modric's won. Modric separated Ronaldo and Messi to win the Ballon d'Or, which has no been done for a while. So I, th- I think when you reflect and look back at the three the three games, we we never done enough to 
to get through. And it was a tough group, to be honest, especially for Scotland. I mean, I think we've got a good group of players, but it was a tough ask. And, and to be honest, it probably was a fair reflection on, on the three games. Scotland, we, we one point. That's, that's probably all we deserve, to be honest. Definitely. Rory, do we think there's foundations there to build on that and potentially challenge for a World Cup spot and potentially Euro 2024? Right now, there is a foundation to build a team. Yeah, I think so. I definitely think there is. We've got a a relatively young squad. We've got some up and coming players. So it's it's progress. It's 23 years later, and we've we've finally got to um, a major final. It's one of those ones you could, I suppose, it's if you're optimistic or pessimistic, you, you know, you, you could look at it with a sense of realism and, and go, well, you know, we were never really going to be favourites to qualify from that group, even in third. But then you look at Wales and think, right, well, if we played Wales tomorrow, I think it's I think it's a pretty even game. And then, you know, you look on, on the balance of it and say, well, who would you rather have in your group? England, Czech Republic or Croatia or Turkey, Italy and Switzerland? I think they're both pretty similar groups. They're very competitive groups. Wales managed to get through theirs. So you're looking at Scotland and on the one side you're going, I and, you know, deep down I do feel that it was always going to be an uphill task. But then you look at the likes of Wales and, you know, that game will come round on Sunday and we'll be watching that game going, it could have been us. Um, so Wales are managing to, in my opinion, punch above their weight. It's just a shame we couldn't have done it. But I do think that that'll stand... The, the younger players in the squad in good stead and you know Nathan Nathan Parson getting some exposure it's a shame David Turnbull didn't get some minutes as well um, I would have liked to seen him get some minutes uh, you know he scores a lot of goals and I think that with 25 minutes to go I didn't see the harm in, in bringing him on I think little bits of experience here and there for the likes of these guys is, is only going to build um, a bright future for us definitely see on the Wales thing Rory we were talking about it and uh, I think I'm not saying overall we've got a better squad, but we, we are in that kind of category. But the difference is they've got a world world class player in Gareth Bale, and even I don't know maybe world class, but Arm Ramsey's a top top Aye. player as well, and, and it makes a such a difference, especially because they're attacking players like we've got Robertson and Tierney, who are probably the best players in the position in in the world, but. Defensive minded players, it makes a difference when Bale's a, an attacker and, and Ramsey, he scored, kept him a couple of goals as well. It puts it, puts that's a great point. It puts the team they're playing against on the back foot as well because I'm, you know, they're, they're worried, so they're maybe slightly deeper on things. But there's no doubt Shankers is right. I mean, we were, we were lacking quality in the top end of the pitch, and that's you know, Dykes and Adams put in a power of work. Adams as well, a few times put his neck on the line with a few. You know, the other players maybe know I went for, so, you know, he's the effort and commitment was there. It was just, it's no nice to say it. Players never like to hear it, but top end of the pitch, Frank, it's right. We, we lacked quality at times. Yeah, definitely. We'll move into the other gaming group. D England won 1-0 at Wembley against the Czech Republic to clinch top spot. A goal for Raheem Sterling. Shankers, is that, is kind of England's, did they deserve to top the group, first of all, and could they do make of their performance? I, th- I think they were. I don't think anybody in the group played as good as, as what they could have. England get three. Eh, England's got three games and they've not conceded a goal, which is always a bonus. I tell you, if you don't concede goals, with England's quality, the chances are you're going to score goals. I know they, they never scored against Scotland, but the other two games done enough to see them through to the top of the group. And 
I know it's a weird one in filming, filming football, it works to strain. Sometimes you can get a better draw if you finish second and stuff. We're in the group and we've went and got ourselves a tie with Germany. But if they can beat that, we'll come on to later on. They've got a really favourable side of the draw, which England looking at Germany in their group, they'll be, they'll be maybe pretty confident that they can turn them over, especially at Wembley. They'll, they'll probably not get a better chance. I think it was probably a, it was a fair reflection on the group. England were kind of no best of a bad bunch, is maybe not the right way to put it, but it's along the lines of the better teams that were the better team out of kind of a group where nobody really set the set the group on fire, basically. Rory, obviously the the team was changed again and Bukayo Saka came in and by all reports he was the best player in the park. Like does that give Gareth Southgate a selection problem going forward with Saka and Grealish and kind of impressive enough? But run up. I mean, with it, you look at their squad and in an attacking sense, I, I think he's got a selection headache every game. Uh, every game that they drop points or don't, don't perform to the levels that are expected of these types of players, he's got a selection problem. Uh, the likes of Mikhail Sacco coming in, Jack Grealish setting up the goal as well. He's got decisions to make ahead of the next round. Absolutely no doubt about it. Uh, slightly disagree with Shankers. I think the Czech Republic um, have come out of that group. Um, I don't think anyone would really want to play against them. I think preparing for the tournament, they would have been looking at that group as we were, going, right, if we can win our first game and then get a point, then the Czech Republic will have been looking at that group going, right, let's just make sure we're through going into the England game. You know, they beat us. I know we had chances, but relatively comfortably, they've got their, their draw against Croatia and possibly could have won it. And they've got a, they had a free hit at England. So um, I do agree with Shankers in the sense that Look, I don't think any of the teams in that group will win the tournament. Uh, I, I don't think we'll have enough. But aye, I think Czech Republic might be you know, dark horses to maybe you know get to the quarters and you never know, a, a decent performance might see them into the semi. So I was impressed with them. I think they're a decent side. But the problem is when you get to that level at the last 16, the last quarterfinals of the tournament, decent sides are going to come up against somebody at some point that they're going to struggle to beat. They've got they've got Holland in the next round, so it's it's a tough one, isn't it? Aye, um, but Holland haven't really been tested yet. I wouldn't have said so. That'd be an interesting one. That'd be a good game, actually. Mm-hmm. Definitely. We'll move into today's games. We'll start off with Group E. Spain were needing a win. They needed a win to get through, and they, they managed to get it in convincing fashion. Five 0 They've turned possession into goals, Rory. It was a quite a convincing performance for the Spanish to to book their place in the last sixteen. Aye, I mean the. I've watched Spain's. I watched Spain's first two games. I didn't see much of the game tonight. I was working, but as you say, possession. They're always going to dominate possession, but you can dominate possession all you want. You've got, you know, you've got to turn it into goals. They've scored five of them tonight, so and missed a penalty, so that'll fill them with confidence. And that's the that's the problem you've got with these types of teams. Everyone talks about England's chances, etc. But when these teams need to turn up and need to win, then more often than not they do. And then when they meet each other, what's the flip of a coin? So your Spain, your Italy's, your Germany's, uh, they, they'll be there or thereabouts come come the end. I think it'll be one of them. I think it'll be one of the big hitters that won it. I think Spain will fall short, but they'll still be there at the quarter or semi-final stages. Um, when when they need to win, these teams generally do. And, you know, 5-0 is pretty comprehensive. And Slovakia are named once. They're, they're a decent side. Didn't show it today. However, you know, it's no shame in getting beat off Spain. Um, so... Aye, they turned possession into goals. I think maybe Busquets being back and a couple others. A little bit more experience, uh, as I was touching on earlier, that Scotland will hopefully have moving forward. Um, maybe not the quality of Busquets, but that experience you know, pays dividends at times, and I think that that paid off. 
Shankers, where did you make a Spain? Were you glad they got the result? I I think when it becomes a, a neutral competition after Scotland, you, you want to kind of see all the bigger teams going right. through the latter stages of the competition to make it interesting to watch. And, and we've been that year to Spain going all the way and, and winning it in a, in a few occasions, World Cups, Euros, but it's a new kind of crop of players and and I think they're maybe just trying to get try to get used to it. Obviously, as as Rory said, with Busquets coming in, it brings that experience. Laporte as well, first first tournament for, for Spain. Uh, no Ramos is it's it's big. They're missing a lot of key players and Sometimes it can work in your favour because there's, there's the expectation maybe isn't there, but they're still Spain at the end of the day. As Rory said, they, they kept, keep the ball for fun, but turning turn five goals in uh, in the last game. I know they, they didn't top the group, uh, Sweden top the group, but they'll still, they'll still be there, there or thereabouts later. Uh, quite gutted for Murata when he missed that penalty. I, I would have liked him to score and see if he would maybe have kicked on in the, the tournament. I think. I think he's a good player. He's just he's just unfortunate at times. He's he's not really a forty goal a season striker like like what you what you need for for teams that he's been been about. He's been about a a lot of top clubs, and he's I wouldn't say he's he's been he's done amazing at, at any of them. He's done good at some teams, but he's not really lived up to to what we expect for a player of that quality. But I would like to see him go on the score sheet, but Spain will, Spain will get to quarter semi-finals. I don't have any doubt about that. Rory, Shankers mentioned there about Alvaro Morata. That was his third penalty miss in his last five games for Spain. What? How do you solve a problem for that problem for Morata? Because it seems as if every every chance he misses, they just see a shred of confidence going from from a, from a striker. How hard is that to get back to that confidence level? I. It's very difficult. Um, and as Shankar says there, I mean, he must be doing something. He must have something because you you, you kind of keep getting these moves consistently. You know, Juventus, Real Madrid, and the, the, these top top clubs um, must see something in him. The the way he plays, or or what he's producing in uh, training every day, or how he brings other players into play. But in terms of the goal scoring thing, you know, to reference Scotland here, he's. He's Spain's version of, you know, Lyndon Dykes for me. Like he's <laughs> he, he he's there. He'll do a job for them, but ideally, if they had somebody else, they would probably pick somebody else. But 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 they don't. Um, he, he he's the type of player who, you know, at that level, you would be bringing off the bench to try and score a goal with 15, 20 minutes to go. But Spain at this moment in time don't have a, you know, a number nine per se to to go into that side. And you know, we were talking about it the other night there. Um, and saying, look, you know, Lewandowski up front for Poland. If you'd switched the two of them and played Lewandowski for Spain and 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 Marata for Poland, Poland would have had nothing up top. And all yeah. of a sudden, Spain look unbelievable and probably score four or five because Lewandowski's top top notch. Um, and just to go kind of go back to Scotland there, that's why I, I kind of floated the idea to Griffiths a few times. And I think if Steve Clark had his time again, I don't think he would have because he, he's the type of manager who, you know. If somebody's no fit, no quite fit enough or whatever yeah. else, he he sees that as majorly important professionalism, etc. And I get that. Geez, oh, I think anybody would have given anything to have Lee Griffiths coming off the bench for fifteen minutes at two one last night or one each. I certainly would have. Um, and for me, Marata falls into that category. He's not a Lee Griffiths. He's a he's a he's a um, he's a good all round striker, but he's no instinctive. 
he's never going to be there when the ball falls out, when the keeper parries it out to tap it in, or you know, a Lewandowski who always seems to be in the right position, who takes you know one chance out of two. Morata is the type of player who you know scores one chance in five and who never really seems to you know to to set the header alight. But like I said, he's he's played at the top level for a long, long time, so um, he, he must be doing something right and impressing somebody. Yeah, I think nice. he started the last seven under uh, Enrique for what for what I could well, but I, I totally agree. I, I think if they'd had another option, uh, especially with no scoring goals, he would play. See, see the funny thing, see the boy that's at Leeds just now, uh, Rodrigo, he was yeah. playing for Valencia as a striker and he was scoring goals and he, he's got a move to Leeds. Remember that we by a strange one? And I don't think he's he's in the squad. Uh, I think he's playing a lot deeper with, with Leeds, but I don't really get how... He he wasn't really involved because he he played number nine for for Valencia and he was talking him going to other teams other than Leeds. As a strange one, maybe maybe because he's not playing in Spain. And I know that they might be quite like the players playing in the. the I just wonder if Spain might Spain might. I don't think they've got the quality Man City have. I know it's obviously country versus club, but I don't know if Luis Enrique at some point. I know it's now in the rocket rounds might try that whole. Playing with a false nine and no having a striker up top because Ferran Torres is there as well. Scored the day he could potentially play that role. Yeah. Absolutely, and Shankers is saying there about Fabregas, but I mean, when you look behind Fabregas, Aye. that's a whole different that's a whole different ball game to what's behind um, Ferran Torres. Do you know what I mean? Your Javi's, your Iniesta's, that type of idea. Busquets sitting protecting them. That's that's eye the needle stuff when you get to that standard of player. So I'm not quite at that level, Spain. So. Be interesting to see how they move forward, and if uh, if Morata gets the nod for the last for the last sixteen, the the last sixteen tie will be against Croatia and Copenhagen. Do we how do we see that going? That could be that could be very exciting. I I think if if both teams play to their their potential, their like maximum, I think Spain just have enough. But we we were talking about Croatia against Scotland. I, th- I think they've got quality on the pitch that can it can hurt Spain and especially in the final third with with Perisic and uh, and Modric is slipping balls through and stuff like that. So I think they've they've got enough quality to hurt Spain. But I mean, they'll be watching the Spain just went and dusted a five 0 up into Slovakia who who are, are no mugs by all means. So it'll, it'll be a good tie. That's that's one I'll definitely be looking forward to. Definitely. We'll move into the other game in Group E. Sweden clinched top spot with a 3-2-1 over Poland. They left it late. They got a 94th minute winner through Victor Klassen. Emil Forsberg scored two for Sweden to give them a 2-0 lead. And then that man again, Robert Lewandowski, nearly tried to carry Poland into the last 16, but it didn't work out. Two goals for Lewandowski was cancelled out by the winner from Klassen. Sweden, Shankers, are they wanting to take seriously? I think they're always there or thereabouts. I think in the 2018 World Cup, they knocked out England in the last 16, but they're always at major tournaments. They're always kind of getting to roughly last 16 quarterfinals. I think they've got quality with the boy Isaac Forsberg up the pitch who, who can hot teams. It'll be interesting. Who have they got in the next They round? play Ukraine. Ukraine, so Sweden, Ukraine and Hamden. They'll, they'll be going into that and they'll be 
they'll be thinking, Ben, we've got a right good chance of getting through the quarterfinals. Uh, so Ukraine, when they're on the flip side, they'll be doing the same. It's I think both teams will, will fancy themselves uh, to get a win. Sweden probably couldn't have got a, a more favourable uh, draw to get to get through, but that'll be one of the ones where when, when they progress, whoever progresses in the other side of the tie to get them, I'll, I'll be looking forward to that one because we'll, we'll see it as a, a chance to go forward in the competition. Rory, what you made of Sweden so far? They've been good. Sweden's another team I look at. And Shankers is right. They, I don't know if it's a mentality thing. Again, I look at Sweden's team. They're starting 11. You've got Lustig in there, who we know is a good player, who is ageing, who's, you know, played at Celtic and, you know, kind of moved on for Celtic. You've got their captain at 36 playing. You know, you look around their squad and go, Sweden played Scotland tomorrow again. I'm, I'm not so sure I would, I would, I would I'd be confident Scotland could get a result. So you look at and I think that's where the disappointment comes from from a Scotland point of view. You look at I'll reference Wales again, you look at your Sweden, you look at Ukraine. Players, uh, they've all got players who are good players. We also have good players. Um and we fell we fell short and they went through. I think that's where the frustration lies. But look, Sweden have been consistent. Um they've had a they've had a, the same group of players and Shankers touched on it earlier at the top end of the pitch they've got um, Forsberg and the boy Isaac who looks a right good player so yeah. maybe that is a difference maybe Shankers is right and maybe it's just a disappointment from me looking at other teams and going we're as good as them no I maybe totally blind. agree with what you're saying yeah. Yeah. cool as effort come on as well made a real good impact he's, he's a player I like a lot at Atalanta I think he could be one to maybe make a, a wee start in the next round but Sweden are through at top spot in Group E Spain are second and Slovakia and Poland were eliminated Shankers, do you feel for Poland? But when we say Poland, do you feel for Lewandowski? Obviously, three goals he scored. He's basically dragged Poland in this tournament. Is he the best player not to make not to reach the last 16? It, it probably is, after Nathan Patterson and Billy Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> I knew uh, that was coming. That line was so old. <laughs> it, it probably is, but it's, it's similar to... To Wales as well. I know Wales get through, but they've got a world class player up the pitch. If, if Poland's going to score, he's going to score their goals, isn't he? Well, let's be honest. It's hard to feel sorry for him because he's he's so good at club level. But I think that will maybe kind of soften the blow. But he's had a right good season himself. I think he's broke the record for the amount yeah, of 40 goals, goals in the Bundesliga. Scored in the Bundesliga. So I think it's hard to feel sorry for him, but. I'm I'm with Rory as well. If if Scott sat up at Scotland in a similar bracket to Poland, they've got the difference is they've got somebody who can put the ball in the net. It, you're always see if you're see if you're maybe a like an underdog in a game like Poland's maybe been in the group. See if you create one or two chances, even give Lewandowski a half chance, it, he's going to put it in the net, and that's just what we don't have. But I, I, if we were in Poland, the Mora uh, at Hamden to go to go through, I'm I'm going to the game confident. It's it is frustrating. I totally agree with Rory. Some of these teams, uh, if you if you put all the players out in paper and you compare them and that, are are we are we any worse? I don't think so. I actually think if you if you go like for like with some players, the better players playing in better teams and. As as just frustrating, but hopefully this is a, the start for some, and 
and we're going to see see us at, at major tournaments in the in the coming years. Definitely. Group A finished just about a half forty five minutes ago as we're recording. Two Desmonds, two 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 draws. <laughs> Germany 2, Hungary 2, and Portugal 2, France 2, which means that France topped the group in five points. Germany finished second with four over a superior goal difference to Portugal. I think it, I think it went down to head-to-head, actually. I was 11 goal difference, obviously head-to-head with Germany beating Portugal the game before. We'll start with the Germany game, Rory. Hungary tried. Hungary gave it all and just, again, just lost, lost a late goal. That Hungary team deserve a bit of credit for how well they've approached this group, haven't they? Aye, absolutely. Obviously, it's getting to the stage now where you can't watch both games, so I chose to watch the France game, but obviously we're getting updates on the Hungary game as well, the Hungary-Germany game, but I watched the Hungary uh, game against France, so I keep scratching my eyes. Hey, fever's terrible at the moment. Um, The... Aye, they're a great team to watch. Hungary, they were were good going forward and they had a little bit about them. Um, and I actually watched tonight after the game all the hungry fans waiting behind, standing up and applauding them, which they thoroughly deserve. You know, you're in a you're in a group with France, Germany, and uh, Portugal, yeah. and you come away you come away with two points. That's very respectable. Um, and again, it goes back to I'm I'm probably boring you now, but Hungary's team uh, they, take, they, they they take two. You know, they turned up. They t- they turned up. Uh, can you imagine in that group um, going there? You know they they performed well and there were 15 minutes for going through. Uh, they scored. This no, they didn't score against. I watched the Portugal game. They get beat three 0 And by the way, see with 15 minutes to go, it could have been. It could have went either way. Yeah, definitely, Hungary, definitely. Hungary were a good side. They're, they were good going forward. They had a good good team spirit, good camaraderie. You could tell with that uh, with the celebrations when they scored against France. Um, and they scored against France, and they managed to see the game out at one each. I I just. I just think you're absolutely right. Hungary were a credit to the tournament. Um, they'll not probably be remembered because they're going out in the group stages, but I think they, they they did really, really well. I mean, there's always that fear in the back of your mind if you're hungry, I would imagine, in that group going, geez, well, we could we could get a hiding here every single yeah. game. Um, and aye, I mean, they were at one point tonight they were, they were going through and second or third place, so they were pretty unlucky is what I would say and they were um, they were very unlucky with the with the with the draw they got in yeah. terms of the draw of the group. Yeah, definitely. Shankers, Germany really impressed against Portugal, and they were obviously they were scoring scoring really attack good attacking goals. There's a now there's another we see the doubt now after a, a draw like that. I know they're through and they, they obviously go to Wembley and Germany England. It's got it's going to be unpredictable again. But what do we think of Germany now after the after a draw against Hungary? I don't think they'll be too disheartened at the end of the day if you offered them this would be the final scenario that's the only way you're going to go out of the group they're going to take it in the, they're out of the group finish second they've got a, a reasonably good tie uh, Germans have, have been kind of fortunate against uh, England in, in recent tournaments so they're out of the group the, the thing is that I think they are similar to Spain, they're going through a wee kind of period where some of the players are getting a wee bit older. There's young one coming through, Havertz, Werner, Goretzka, Sane, Gnabry. I mean, they're all, they're all top players, but Germany had a core of players who were, who were going to tournament after tournament after tournament and reaching the last stages. Obviously, 
2018 tournament. They went out of group, and at one point it looks as if they could do the same. But uh, I think there'll just be a wee bit of relief that they've they've managed to get out of the group and almost put that to one side and, and they're focusing in the game against England. I think it's Tuesday night, Monday night, yeah, or Tuesday night. Tonight. So Wembley. And and they'll fancy their chances, as I said, that the group of players, when you look at their squad, they're it's literally talent. So they will fancy their chances to get through. They, obviously they they won the overly impressive in the first and the last group games, but you've seen the qualities in the in the game against Portugal and against France. They were they might be unlucky not to score a goal or two. Gnabry said one where he's kind of dumped it into the ground and it bounced over the bar. But other than that, they they won the they won the two clever in the, in the group stages. But as I said, they'll probably put that to one side and. And they'll be going for it at Wembley. That'll be, that'll be a really good game to watch. Look forward yeah, to that definitely. one. Rory, what do you think of Germany? I think I mentioned these nations earlier, Spain's got this Germany. It's a mentality thing for me. Like these these guys always seem to be able to do it when it when they need to do it and when it counts. I think they'll beat England. Um no way Vern on their team. I'll put my neck out in the line and say that <laughs> I'm not a Werner fan at all. I really I'm really no. I think he found a club in Leipzig. Players find clubs every so often that just suit them. Yeah. I think he had an I think he had an unbelievable unbelievable season, but I don't think that was a reflection on um, how far he could go. I, I I genuinely think he'll fall away for Chelsea. I, I think he lacks quality. I really do. I think he's quick and he's direct, but he, he lacks quality. Um, so I'd be surprised to see him playing much football between now and the end of the tournament. To be honest with you, um, however. I think that overall, as Shanker says, they're littered with talent. And I, when it comes to mentality, I think we won each, two each, nil-nil, one-nil. We're half an hour to go. The Germans know how to win these these games. England will feel the pressure. They really will feel the pressure. And they've got a lot of young players. And I, I strongly fancy Germany to get through that one. But Cole, I think CT got them going up against each other. I think Germany will see a real... I'm not saying a weakness because England, but for that, they're all good players. But I think they will see a wee bit of a weakness there, and think there's they're there to be got out with maybe Maguire and Stones, or if they play Mings, or will they play uh, Shaw or Chilwell, or, or if they say they play Trippier there, then Snoopy's playing out of position. So I think they'll see that side there because England's got a, a wee bit of a weakness there, and, and that's probably one of Germany's strongest. Points with, with pace and power up front, and totally agree with Rory. They've got a mentality, and they've almost got a wee bit of a hold over somebody like England, where they've, they've knocked them out a load of tournaments when they've come up against them. The do, you, do you enjoy the third place going through, Shankers? Do you like that? No, I would rather they, they made another two groups because you're almost getting rewarded for not having a good tournament. I mean, there's some teams, I don't know if it happened. I think Ukraine went through with three points, which mm-hmm. I don't really agree with. I, I would rather extend it, bring other teams in. I was thinking of teams who didn't make the cut, and there's your two, there's your Northern Ireland, Republic Ireland, Bosnia, uh, Serbia, teams like that, who you would like to see in the, the Euros and, and say, I don't know whether, they'll qualify, whether they would qualify or no, but say you open it up and put an R2 group in and then just make it the top two. I think, as a fair Scotland point of view, it's good because there's, a, a, there's always that chance you could get through. But it's it's like getting rewards. Same as 
putting making the Champions League shorter and and putting third place, third place can go and win the Champions League. I, I just don't really get it. I don't really agree with it. I don't know why it's like that. I don't know why they don't just make. It's always been like that. I can't. No, it's only no, just changed in 2016. Aye, it's just because they want. I'm sure it, you, the Portugal no not win a game in the group and then Portugal the Portugal three draws in 2016 and won the tournament. The yeah, first I, mean, for me, I don't, I don't enjoy it at all. Like, I, I just think, I, 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 don't get me wrong. The round of is going to be amazing. Some of the fixtures we've discussed tonight, there, Pikey, are, yeah. are, are amazing. Are amazing. Um, you know, Sweden, Ukraine is probably the least favorite. Like, from a neutral point of view, is going to be the least exciting. Don't get me wrong. It could end up three two or whatever else, but yeah. it's the one you'll probably look forward to least. You know, all the other ties seem to be big nations pitted against big nations. However. I preferred the old style where it was quarterfinal stage next. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm going to love the round of 16 and it's extra football for everybody and it's and it's good. But as Jackers, you can't finish third in your group and win the tournament. That's that's ridiculous. I know it. Yeah, you're getting rewarded for Novan again. Win one game, lose two, and you can still go and, go and win it. I, I, I don't... It's great for, like you say, it's great for like the likes of Scotland because we wouldn't have had that night the, the other night like with the anticipation and build up. But it's, I like I look at Germany going through and you know, third place. Nah, the North whole point. Me. I mean, that's not a group of death at the end of the day because that's not a proper group of death because all three can go through and all three I, can go through. Nah, all you need to do is beat Hungary. One of them would, one of them would normally go technically. Aye, uh, I don't yeah. enjoy the setup. I must say. See, yeah. see, the only, only slight positive I can take for it is the lights are, I, I know you're saying about Sweden and Ukraine, it's not going to be a, a mouth-watering tyre or that. It might turn out to be, but on paper it doesn't, doesn't look that great. But chance are maybe one of them. I always like a wee underdog story getting to getting later on and maybe causing a wee upset. That's the only slight positive I can take for it. But you, you do want all the big teams can go into later stages. But you also want... A, Always like a shock, but say Germany going out the World Cup group. If, if two of them can only go through, then France, Portugal, or Germany's going out the group. So I've, it's never going to change back now because we, you, and Scott are talking about it on here. But it's it is a strange one. I don't get it at all. See another thing I noticed. Which sorry for sidetracking here, but <laughs> why did England, why did England play three games at Wembley? Because uh, I noticed. You know what that clicked with me tonight because I'm watching the game and going, Hungary are playing in Munich. And then you've got France and Portugal playing Portugal in Budapest. Yeah, Germany played three games in Munich. Well, it's just oh, the way that, uh, it's just the way the host the the groups work. Obviously, there's there's two stadiums per host. So Holland played three games at Amsterdam. Spain played right, three okay. games as well. It's just the way that I think the groups work. But I think that all changes in the next round. But we'll touch in the final game before we move into the war knockout games. Portugal two, France two. Rory, was this a was this just penalty city? <laughs> it was it, it was a little bit um aye, it was it was how, many, how many of them are penalties? For me, I don't know if Shankers will agree. I think the first one is a penalty. I think the second one is definitely not a penalty. And I think the third one is a penalty. I would go so two, two, I, two out of three. I think Loris Loris is very unlucky for the, the second one. Is that the one available? The, the punch was the first one. That's a penalty from that's, me. Is it, that, that's one. I th- is there much he can do about that though? Because he's coming out. He's coming out for the ball. He is, but it's like it's like me going and waiting some dude in the box and just saying like I'm going for the ball. But, but you didn't get it. You know what I mean? I I, I I think he's late. He's coming out. He's heading the ball twelve yards out. 
is is that too much? You want your goalie coming there? Would you know that your centre half goes and tries to win it there, and your goalie's on the line if he wins it, you've a chance of saving it. Larissa isn't the the tallest. Uh, he's not a great presence in the box either. He's not been renowned for coming out and, and taking pressure off by catching balls. I, I agree with Rory. I think both Portugal penalties are are penalties, and um, I don't think the France penalty is. How how often do you see somebody get a slight barge and he's going down? It's no, maybe yeah. just the way football is nowadays. I, I don't know about you playing in games, Rory, but how many games do you play then where you've maybe got a penalty or the other team's got a penalty and, and somebody says to you, watch, because he's going to look to even this up? You know, I mean, I don't know if it's a, a case of that, but I don't know how they didn't even go to the monitor and, and view it himself. What That's what, what bars there. What, what I don't understand is... See if you're going to gear penalty for that, right? You'll have done it a million times, Shankers. You do shape, you know, before your game or whatever else, and you'll work on, you know, say you're going to attack the ball um, for a header. And sorry, say one of your centre backs is going to attack the ball for a header. Your manager might say to you, right, so and so will mark the centre back. What I need you to do is take a step across him and and block block him so that the centre back can get a free header. So, if that's a penalty, then every single time there's a block in the box or a block and somebody blocks somebody's path to stop them making a run, that's going to be a penalty. Oh. I just, I agree with you. I thought it was never a penalty. No, definitely not. Cristiano Ronaldo ties the all-time international goal scoring record. Shankers, just, what else can we say about Ronaldo? Just, he's just a machine, isn't he? Just... He is, and... It's a, I hate the debate because I, I love watching both of them. I mean, you know when when you're watching Ronaldo at a tournament, a big a big game, he's a a big game player. Goals in, in big games. How many times we've seen it in the Champions League? One of the, the Champions League games that sticks out in my head is I think Atletico Madrid were beat Juventus two 0 in Madrid, and they were going back to. Italy and he scores a hat trick 3 2 and puts them out in a, in a big game. And it all seems to turn up party. Maybe was hoping Portugal would get, get England to see Ronaldo playing against England because I think it would thrive off that in a big a big game at, at Wembley where Portugal's maybe, maybe no favourites. But what, what can we say about him? I mean, I know it's two penalties, but you still got to score them. And I, I said that in the group that when, when he gets a penalty, you're almost just welcome back to and kicking off again because you know, you know what the outcome is going to be. Rory, would you go along with that? Just nothing more can be, can be said about how just Ronaldo's ability to just, and they, they big games just to turn it on. Ah, he's brilliant, isn't he? Just different <laughs> class. He is, but he is. Uh, Shanker says it's hard to say. They're, they're totally different. Um, Players, Messi and Ronaldo. I'm, I'm a. If, if I was pushed, somebody put a gun at my head, I would, I would go with Messi. But let's be I honest. See. Let's but. let's be honest. Ronaldo is, he's, he's ridiculous. And as Shanker said there, n- nobody, nobody thinks he's going to miss. He he knows he's no miss. He, I he, know. He, you know, you know that way where some players get the ball and penalty shootouts or penalties. And I'm not saying that Ronaldo, you couldn't find a clip of Ronaldo missing a penalty. That's not what I'm saying. But he grabs a ball. He just, I've I've been there. It doesn't matter what level you're playing at. See, when you grab the ball for a penalty, even if it's just a, a pre-season friendly, you get those butterflies. You don't want to miss. There's an element of a doubt in their head saying, there is a chance I could miss this. You know I mean? Aye, and it's not even the missing of the penalty. It's everything that comes with it. People talking about it, and then in your head, you've got to take the next one. It's no nice. 
right? And it takes and it takes bottle to do it, and he does it in the biggest stage of all and makes it look easy. I think even Loris knows it. He's not missing it. Anyway. <laughs> uh, he's he's different gravy like uh, he's, he's just quality definitely France as well obviously get the clinch top spot Benzema with two goals his first international goals in six years Rory well obviously Benzema, Benzema was a big a big player tonight but another couple of players I want to touch on was obviously everybody talks about how good Kante is and how important Kante is to the team Griezmann's work ethic at times I think is unmatched it's just some of the things he does off the ball just some of the positions he gets into. I just think he's so important to that French team. Aye, and he's one of these players since... He's one of these players I've not actually seen much of, but when these tournaments do roll round, you, you watch him and you go, yeah, he can play, <laughs> obviously. Um, so, you're right, his work ethic is, is second to none. But I thought uh, I thought Pogba's pass. Shankers would appreciate that. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. And see, as a striker, right? And don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong, ben, Benzema's finish is top notch because mm-hmm. the way the keeper spreads his, the way the keeper spreads his legs, he can only really score in off the post. Yeah. But see, he's a striker. That that that's a dream. See, for me, there's only two or three midfielders in the world who would help, who would play that ball, and Benzema would still be on side. It would take so many other midfielders one extra touch or one wee yeah. further look up. Pogba, boom, gets it, and it's he doesn't. Benzema doesn't. He breaks stride. He was. Yeah. That's why I think Kante and Pogba complement each other so yeah. well. Kante I think, I think Pogba was a different player with that cover, as you say. Like he just he's allowed, he's so he's allowed to roam free. Yeah. He's just allowed to focus and play, play in the passes. And because we don't see that at Man United, is that because there's not that player? But there then you look in, you look in the you look in the other side of the game tonight. Bruno Bruno Fernandez thrives at Man United, and he, he just can He's not done it this tournament, but. Where do you think he's causing that? Because that is another. I think he's. I think he's the main man at Man United, and he is. He is not anywhere near it at, at Portugal. And I don't know if he's maybe. He maybe thrived off and he knows how, can Pog, how can Pogba not be the main man at Man United? But 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 then he goes to France with a better squad of players, and he is the top man. I, maybe it's maybe the flip side that he's playing with better players, so then he rises, yeah. and then. It, at Man United, maybe feels too much pressure. I, I, I don't know how, how something Paul Paul can feel pressure. They're never going to get an answer, to be honest. It's it's chalk and cheese. They're, they're the opposite for club and country. It is strange. I, I mean, I was talking to Alison earlier. I was like, see every player I tipped in the review to have a good tournament? I think they've had an absolute nightmare. Fernandez, Usman Dembele, um, Foden. <laughs> every one of them is a shocker. See, this, this is going to sound quite patronising, right? But I think you've got to have played the game to appreciate how good that pass is and how oh. not even how good it is, how difficult it is to, to do that. Like that that pass was there's, there's only a few that, that can see that pass as well. It's it's not the fact that you have to execute it and it could easily overhit that or underhit it and the defender gets it. But see, even to see that pass in the first place, Benzema's got to make that run as well. If he doesn't make the run in the pass, doesn't he? Can kind of get made almost, but and it's no Brittany stride, and then the finish, everything about it is is exquisite. And I would have been so gutted if it if it was chopped off because of how good it was. So I was glad it was on side. Good to see Benzema back with the French team. You forget they won the World Cup when he wasn't even. In. It was interesting as well because Ronaldo Ronaldo doesn't interact much with any even players he's played with before. You very rarely see him. Him and Benzema obviously had a good relationship yeah, because they were very. Pa- I, you don't often see Ronaldo. He shook his that. hand after the penalty. Eh? 
Aye, but then grabbed them at half time. They were chatting, laughing. Uh, you don't see Ronaldo doing that very often at all. Seen them before the game. I don't know if you've seen the clip of uh, Marco Royce and Lewandowski when they come up against each other for Bayern and, and Dortmund, and and they have the clock eyes and they have a wee smirk in that. Well, Benzema and Ronaldo did that before the game, and it's almost a character for for him to do that. Aye, as well. definitely, definitely. Aye. One thing as well, before we touch on the, the round 16, has anybody seen N'Golo Kante's BBC graphic? No. You need to search for it on Twitter. It looks like a 70-year-old man. Whoever's, whoever's done that. The, some of the graphics are outstanding. Pogba's, Griezmann's are all class, but look at Kante. Try and find it on Twitter if you can. It's a belt. Okay. But we'll move into the round of 16. Obviously, tonight it's been sealed. The group stage is over. The fixtures are as follows. On Saturday, Wales play Denmark and we also have on Saturday Italy against Austria at Wembley. 27th, uh, and Belgium play Portugal and Holland play the Czech Republic. Monday, France play Switzerland, Croatia versus Spain and Tuesday, England, Germany and Sweden, Ukraine at Hamden. Rory, which tie stands out to you amongst them? Is a, there must be a few. There's a few belters in there. Aye, it's, it's, don't make me pick one. Um, there's a few crackers. I, I think England-Germany will be one of those ones that, you know, as a home nation, and because we're so close to England, we'll, we'll look forward to watching it and obviously hoping the, the Germans can, can win. But um, I don't think it'll be that exciting in a game. I think it'll be quite cagey. Do you don't game... think it's destined to go to penalties? Quite potentially, aye. So you get the excitement that way, but I just mean in terms of goals and free-flowing football, um, I think it'll be lacking. I think Portugal-Belgium will be some game. I, I, think, that'll be, that one. I think it'll be open. Um, I even see that. So I think, I think we'll get goals. I think we'll get controversy when Ronaldo's involved. You get De Bruyne, you've got Lukaku. You've got loads, loads on the pitch. So if I, if I absolutely had to pick one, I think it's two nations who have the potential to win it but won't win it but I think that actual tie I think they'll both go for it and I think we'll see goals so um, if I had to pick one then I would probably pick that one I want to see Italy go all the way if I had to pick one winner that I wanted to I think it'll be France that win it but I want Italy to win it Shankers what's the tie of the round in your opinion what are you looking forward to don't need to pick one you can pick about seven here <laughs> Uh, you need to pick one. I'm going to pick one. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pick one. My, my tie around is, is England Germany. It's just, it's. I think it's one they have met plenty of times before. It's got a bit of history in it. There's, there's. They're almost. I'm not saying that. The last time they met, it's two different, two completely different teams. I would say, uh, both going through kind of maybe. Transitional periods, maybe we bringing bringing kind of young players up and through. It's going to be an exciting one. Uh, Belgium, Portugal, that, that's going to be a really good one as well. Uh, I mean, Bel- a lot of, Belgium's got a lot of quality. Have me. The last game I watched them was the Finland one, and Finland held them to late on, and then it's almost like it's almost as if they just wore them down, and then that's when the quality shone and. And I think against a, a stronger team that Portugal could uh, Belgium sorry could end up losing one 0 on a night like that because it was end to end. so so that'll be a good one as well. Spain, Croatia, uh, also also another good one. So there's there's plenty of good games and as we say, the later the later it goes, it's it's only gonna get better. So you ever wonder, Shank, you ever wonder, you ever wonder, Shankers, that um 
like obviously we get all the English stuff, right? Do you think in Germany they think it's as big a tie as they do? So say Germany be Italy or Spain, we would never we would never be exposed to the media coverage around that. So for uh, all we yeah, know, know, for all we know, Germany could see Italy as their main rivals or Spain or. But see, when it's England, Germany, England feed us this information that Aye. it's a huge game for Germany. Is Aye. it a huge game for Germany? Do you, you know think? I mean? Do you not think though if England were to were to get by Germany, it'd be a massive like boost for them psychologically? Psychologically, I, I think mentally it'd be huge and it would give them massive confidence. And that's the only thing. I think a lot of these English players do, don't have any fear in them, especially the kind of forward areas. I know Kane's no, no. Uh, Done I as thought, well I as thought what though, see, be fair to Kane, see, that, see last night when he had a bit more threat, kind of forward threat going towards him, I thought he, he was getting getting in front of chances. I thought he, he did look a better player. I don't think he's been helped by the the conserv- is it conservatism. Is that probably the best word to use it? How can I, they haven't been as direct in the first two games. I thought there was a different there. I think England are going to play better against an home team. I really do. I don't, I don't think I don't think they'll win it. I don't. I, 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 I France and Germany win the whole thing. I'm going to think... call it the now that England won't win anything. With them up. No, I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll win it. I, I actually think Germany will beat them. I think Germany. I still fancy Germany to win the whole thing, but I think Germany are Italy for me. But I just think England. If they no France, Pikey, no fancy France. Ah, of course I fancy France, but I just I don't want to go along with the. All three, I'm gonna win it. I don't want, I don't want to go along with the bandwagon I used to, but it'd be a massive oh, bandwagon. Of, of and as well as that, as well as that, the that gate, that side of the draw does look quite tasty for that perspective. Now you've got whoever wins that plays Sweden or Ukraine, and then you've got Holland, Czech Republic, Wales, and Denmark. Like it's not as you look at the other side of the draw, Belgium, Portugal, Italy, France, Spain, they're all on that other side of the draw. It does look a tastier side, a tastier side of the draw. Did you hear Jermaine, Jermaine, Jermaine Genesis' comment in commentary? No. He said he worries for, for England against any sides in uh, France's group because they've had um, three tough games. So Germany have tough games, um, whereas England haven't. That's pretty much what he said. That's that's I what he said. I, it, I, I think his exact quote there. was, um, "Germany have been um, up against it every game, and if it uh, have been challenged, whereas England have only had to play for well for forty five minutes here or there." But that's some of his comments are wild. See, see the one if Paul was kind of rolled that we studs and and he's put it in the top corner. Patricio's made that save. The world, it was a world class saving, mm-hmm. and he says he should be saving that. What? I mean, saves, saves. you can always tell a save in, in real time, and it was ridiculous. Ah, you know, it's it's a world class save. It's, it's not a like a routine save, but by, by all means, it's going right in the top corner. Ali McCoy's is by far the best commentator on the. Yeah, I mean, Clive Tilsley, without a shadow of a doubt. But it's, it's, see when he says absolutely, I think it's the best line of the whole. <laughs> just when he says absolutely, it's did I ever say that to you, Rory? I said you're absolutely shite, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that worked. That worked a dream. <laughs> but obviously, we're we're looking at this draw again. Who do we see? Like, if we were to, are you changed your opinions anyway? And who you think is going to win the whole thing? Like, has anything uh, changed a bit? Anything that you'd be surprised? I think France will win the whole thing, and I actually think France and Germany will meet up in the final again. 
Yeah, I think it could be Germany, Italy in the final, or but obviously France are France are probably the favourites. I just don't want to jump in the front. Maybe band. Croatia or maybe Spain. Mate. <laughs> aye, aye. Aye. Ukraine have maybe got a sniff and all. Has <laughs> your opinion changed, Rory, in any way? Any teams? Like, has any team stood out to you that you didn't think would? Italy, yeah, yeah. I Italy. think obviously, I obviously with Italy, you would look at it and go, they've got a group that they'll probably get through, but I didn't see them being serious contenders. But to answer your question, they've changed my mind. I think that. I think they're I think they're capable of going all the way, eh? Definitely. See, Italy's the only team I don't think I've seen the what's what's the word I'm looking for? Like have a spell in the game where, where it looks as if they, they're under the weather and they could they could actually the they could lose the game kind of thing. I think Italy Which I is think... good, but it'll also be, be good to see them come up against it to see how they deal with it. They've they renowned for I mean, solid defensively, so so well. Aye, I think Italy are the only team in the tournament so far. You would say are probably all round. Like they've got the they've got the, that defence of the Chiellini, Benucci. We've seen Spanazola has obviously been one of the kind of breakout players of the tournament. Going forward, they're good midfield. Jorginho's it's not, been. It's not even. Out. It's not even the actual how they play. I just think that I know it's a little bit of a cliche, but it looks like it looks like. They're looking just the way, even from from the minute they walk out to how they sing the anthem to to the to the tempo they play at. Yeah, they just get it. It looks like they're they're here. Does they look like they're does not look like they're here? Definitely, definitely. But it's going to that that side of the draw does look tasty. They could potentially play Belgium or Portugal. Managers looking tremendous as well. That that grey suit's just a (laughs) a dream, isn't it? But yeah, I mean, I'll be me in a few years when I grow my hair. (laughs) Definitely, but. As we say that this the knockout stages are going to be as exciting as the group stages. Thank you very much to everyone who's tuned in. Well, we'll wrap the show up at that. Shankers, it's been a pleasure as always to be on the show. Oh, pleasure's all mine. Some some good fun to talk about tonight. And I don't know what we're gonna do for the next two days we when the new Eurozone. It'll be putting more thumbs to five o'clock on Saturday. Probably coronation street for for us probably the next two nights but Rory pleasure as always again if you're on it's been great aye it's been good hopefully the next time we're on we've got as many talking points and things like that and hopefully the next time we're on uh, Wilson's in his bed sleeping or yeah definitely <laughs> definitely but thank you very much for watching everyone please give us a follow on social media and subscribe to our YouTube and podcast channels we'll be here with all, all the latest breaking news throughout the Euros thanks very much everyone cheers <laughs>